Hello and welcome to I've Never Seen the OC. We are on Season 3, Episode 7, The Anger Management. I have a shout out to start us off. Oh, exciting. Who's we'll, your go in, we'll go in hard and we'll go, go in early. Yeah. The lovely Jonathan. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. Hey, Jonathan. He gets in touch quite a lot with some like observations and like some really fun facts about the OC, Ooh. which I really appreciate. Never sends any spoilers. Like I have a lot of time for Jonathan's messages, but clearly we have been irking him by saying oh, they're no. all 16. Oh, are they like 21 or something? I don't know. How old um, are they? 12? <laughs> It was mentioned in the recent podcast that the characters were 16, but it seems they're 17 or 18 in the third season, with Ryan's 18th birthday approaching soon. (laughs) But they didn't have any sweet 16ths, did they? I would like to just start by formally apologising to Jonathan. Sorry, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Ah, well, um, here we are, another week. Episode 7. This is flying through. Really flying through. Do you know this series has 25 episodes? Okay. So we're a quarter of the way there. Yeah. yeah, over a quarter, definitely okay. over a quarter. I'm not, I'm, ma- I'm not a maths orientated person, but you know, if it was twenty, it would be a quarter. So yeah, first, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's yep. see. Yeah, confidence. Let's go with that. over yeah. a quarter of the way through. <laughs> um, well, hello and welcome to. I've never seen the OC. Um, we're recording on a Saturday as well, which I think is why we've got like much more laid back vibes than we usually yeah. do. <laughs> Jane's all dolled up and we're in a Ryan S. Grey hoodie because I've just <laughs> so been working out. So, you know, it's just, it's chilled vibes this week. Yeah, uh, it's nice. <laughs> so yes, if you haven't listened to us before, my name's Heather. Over there's Jane. Say hello, Jane. Hello. Hello, Jane. <laughs> hello, Jane. <laughs> hello, Heather. Um, and every week we watch an episode of The O.C. and chat about it afterwards. That's that is it. That's the premise. That's the setup. Welcome. Hello. Do you have anything? Any apologies you want to make this episode? Or are you you coming in with a clean not that I'm aware of, guys? But yeah, <laughs> slide into your DMs with all our wrongdoings and we'll try and justify <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. Should we? Should we just get started? Jump into yes. a nice last time. So previously on the OC, we met Volchok. It's the only thing I have to talk about. <laughs> It's the only thing I care about. How are you saying that? Volchok? Volchek? Because it's spelled Volchek, Volchek, but they say Volchek. Yeah, I always say Volchek when I'm remembering it, but they do seem to say like Volchok. Well, he, that spicy piece of surfer bod appeared on our screens last week. Um, see if you have spoilers like don't come sliding into my dms with him i know he's going to be a bad guy like my gut instinct is telling me that but don't ruin it please thanks have you been getting spoilers somebody sent us a spoiler oh, oh. I don't, don't want to grasp them in not but, cool um i started re- i think they were actually very good they started it by saying spoiler alert and i was just like oh get out the message get out the message <laughs> don't read it <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life on the internet when trying to look up the OC. Oh, it must be difficult. It really must because when when I go into the socials and see all the accounts, and I'm like, Heather, you must have to do a lot of dodging here, or just yeah. see gifs and pics that are not in context. So maybe it's you get quite away good because they're not in context. So I remember with the Alex storyline really distinctly, like that gif of them snogging, I saw. And I was like, it kind of is a spoiler because like, I wouldn't have thought they'd got together. But I have no idea how we get there, which is quite yeah. nice. So that as a spoiler was fine. Um, and it's kind of how I feel, just confession, confessing, you know, confessing my sins right here. Um, I know what happens at the end of series three. We've talked about it before. Um, the the big thing, that big thing. Yeah. If you've not seen it, I don't want to ruin it for you. But like, I know that big thing happens. So... I have no context of how that comes about or what's happening. I had no emotional investment because I saw that when I was like 17 and didn't care. And when I'm everyone really, else was emotionally really, invested. <laughs> right? Whereas like I'm watching it now and I know it's ha- like I know it's going to happen and it's like really making me quite sad. So um, yeah. yeah, it's an emotional journey. So we know about Creepy Charlotte and Glenn, what their <gasps> grand plan. 
Oh is. yeah, and she tried to cut Julian, didn't she? Yep, she's trying to cut Julian because she has nothing left to lose. They've arranged in this, again, Black Tie Benefit charity event. And it comes to the end, if you remember when Julie was calling her out and saying, I know what you're doing. And then she was like, well, you could get involved. And what is it? You could have... Th- you could 30, get half. What is it, 300 halves. grand or something like that that she would get? So we could but go half. a lot of money. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which takes us to Taylor Townsend's lockdown oh, lock-in. Clearly had suppressed that. Like, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, she didn't let Summer in. She didn't let Summer in because she wanted to get Pally with Seth. And then we also have the Sandy and Matt storyline. The oh, young yeah. guy that's coming to going into business. Yep, they're going taking into over the Sandy. Newport Newport group. That's group. what it's called. Yep, <laughs> say it with confidence, Heather. Um, and then I guess the big underlying thing was that Casey slept with Volchak. I don't actually know if that's what happened. They were in bed, Filled topless. Around, like, yeah. But regardless, it's it's spicier if we say slept with. Um, yeah. Casey and Volchak hooked it up. Johnny yeah. found out and was really sad. But then Casey told Marissa she only did it because Johnny's in love with Marissa. And yep. Summer was also on that that vibe that Johnny fancied Marissa. But Marissa was a bit like, what, what am I meant to do? Like, yeah. it's not my problem. Which, sure. And Ryan okay. punched Volchak. Oh yeah, quite, quite get that. In. Yeah, that's actually quite pivotal for the rest of this episode. So yeah. <laughs> it's quite important. <laughs> so Volchek has beef with Ryan, and yeah, that was us. And then we open up with we've got the four of them at the diner. So you've got Seth, Summer, Marissa, and Ryan, and they are discussing Seth's apparent bad taste in movies. Yeah, so no one gets Seth's taste in movies. I mean, I think when I was 17 years old, Jonathan, not 16 years old, 17, <laughs> confirming they are 17 going on 18. I don't think I would have been into like obscure Japanese movies when I was 17 either. Like, I feel that no. is a, a more um, developed palette to go into foreign film. Yeah, he has a little hipster though, isn't he? Or I want to be anyway, so... However, do you know what I do have so much time for? It's the movie. Oh. Bring it on. <laughs> what a film. Uh, a piece of cinematic masterpiece, I would say. Kirsten Dunst at her best. Um, it's just great. It's really, really good. Did you see as well, I, oh, I'm so annoyed I can't remember her name, the competitive cheerleader, the head cheerleader from the other team, the ones that were in green, the Clovers, I believe they were called. Right, can't remember. I don't, I remember the film, I didn't enjoy it, but I can't, yeah. She, a couple of years ago, dressed up as her again for Halloween, but she has like a little daughter and she dressed her daughter up in the same outfit. Oh, that's mega cute. so cute. It was so cute. Um, But yes, they are sexy and cute and popular to boot. Boots. I'm not going to sing it, it's too far. Oh, I really thought you would. <laughs> but yes, Summer's singing Marissa Clock's Volchuk and his scary pals entering. Summer doesn't, continues her um, singing. And then they come up and say, what does it say? Something to the effect of, that's what he loves about the rich kids. They're so predictable hanging out at this yeah. little diner. Did this not make you think of season one, episode two, I believe, maybe to episode three, where Ryan punches Luke, Luke in, the yep, in the diner and says, you know what I hate about, you know what I love about rich kids? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Pow, ready in the kisser. And now Ryan is a rich kid. He is, he's one of them now. One of us, one of us, one of us. <laughs> but he wants a rematch with Ryan. Yep. Now, I have something I want to bring up here. We talked about it in the last episode. My inner 16-year-old is very interested in Voltrek. Very interested in him. I think Marissa's current 17-year-old status is also very interested in Voltrek. See, the yeah. way she looks at him when he comes in. Definitely. There is, a, there is an air of interest there. Like... I don't know. There's just like... It's the way she looks at him. I'm just... Yeah, and she's totally as well shuts it down as in like summer like stop being on cool yeah right cool guys here yeah just i've got a vibe and i don't i don't like it but anyway i was very much like i think this is going to be the love interest that we all thought johnny was going to be and johnny Mm -hmm. clearly isn't because she doesn't care anyway summer points out that ryan punching volchek was actually volchek's fault i mean I don't like portioning blame, but no. I'm, I'm tempted to agree with her. Um, and I loved it so much when Seth was like, yeah. And then all the, the tough guys looked at him and he was like, 
I just feel it's unnecessary continuity. That's not yeah. true. <laughs> continuity is never, never unnecessary, Seth. No. Not in this show. Not in this show, definitely not. But Ryan's trying to shut it down and saying he's got nothing against him. Um, but Vulture keeps going with it, saying they've got unfinished business. And then you know that's not the end of it, don't you? No. See, when he leaned... So I find this really funny and I just... I don't know if it's because I don't like tense scenes like this. They make me feel a bit mm. uncomfortable or whatever. My cringe glands get a bit, you know, flary. Um, see, when he like leaned in to say to... What was it? Yeah, because he kind of like leans in to talk to Ryan, like quite close to his face, which I like... Clearly, it's, they're meant to be... It's quite intimidating. Yeah. But all I could hear in my head was, get off him! Get off him! <laughs> That's all I could hear. Anytime there's a tense moment in TV shows where they're like you know what do you call that like <laughs> peacocking up to each other that's all Swing i can hear in my head is get off web oh that's that's never happened to me either <laughs> you're gonna see it now every time you watch a film oh, and there's two guys like square going film for me forever <laughs> <laughs> or made it just in the back of your head me going get off web just get off web <laughs> i mean it would make for great television if nothing else it would it would um, it's worrying that you work in tv <laughs> <laughs> definitely don't want to get on the wrong side of you yeah. <laughs> anyway um yeah you and me have unfinished business we will yeah. winch later apparently yeah can you imagine if that's the route it went down <gasps> heather less of the fan fiction come on that'd be so good there probably is some form of fan fiction i'm gonna giggle it right after we finish recording <laughs> i'm gonna giggle it and that's Heather's Saturday night, guys. Catch you later, guys. Have a nice night. See you. <laughs> You've got this, Jane. I'm away. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah, as you can probably tell, I'm not here for this, like, macho, toxic, violent nah. shit. Like, I have no time for this. No time for it at all. Anyway. And then we're in the cone kitchen. On to our real estate mogul with a heart of gold. Yes. Or Sandy. Oh. All I have written down here is uh, the Newport group is lucky to have him. <laughs> they are all I've got. he is a sensitive street smart man with talent he is i love the fact he's having to like prep talk himself and kirsten's just like yeah yeah sure yeah sure yeah. Yeah. he's picking out his little ties and oh, oh cute super cute <laughs> and this is like kirsten's talking about um the fundraiser and she's like oh, i just don't really know what to do because you know it's for women with addiction addic- addiction problems she's like should we sell booze and i like i was just like i mean probably like that predicament where they're like yeah probably not but like people will donate more if yeah. they've had a couple of drinks so I thought that was quite funny. Um, and the the boys are roped into helping. Um, Seth is a bit of a dick about it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. Um, and then Sandy has a word in like a peak dad style and is like, you need to help your mum out. Your mum's going through a difficult time. You need to help her out. Stop being like this. Just get on with it. <laughs> Love it. Peak dad move. Oh, definitely. Yeah, so he agrees. And again, it's the first public thing that Kirsten's done. So it's quite a big... Um, yeah, it's quite a big moment for her. She needs her family support. And then we cut to Summer's Mansion. <laughs> yep. Painting her nails a glorious, like, bubblegum pink. Um, and she describes Wolchek as a surf Nazi, which... Yeah. Sure. Okay. This is where they're talking about Johnny and what um, Marissa's going to do about the whole Johnny situation. Now... Uh, I just, I find it really difficult because they're setting it up as a Johnny situation. And um, she keeps saying things like, um, I don't want to ruin our relationship. She doesn't say, I don't want to ruin our friendship. She says, I don't want to ruin our relationship. And I just thought it was a really weird choice of words because she quite clearly states like, he is my friend. He's never given me any reason to think he wants anything differently. I don't see what the problem is. And I'm kind of the same. Like, what is the problem? Like, yeah. unless he tries to smack the lips on her, why don't yeah, you just keep going as is? I know, it's almost as if they're trying to create drama and they've got enough drama, they don't need any more. <laughs> right? Like, see if it was just like a normal a normal um, teenager, I'd be a bit like, yeah, sure, make up some drama. You know, make life a bit spicier. These guys have had enough. Yeah, they've got... <laughs> like, they don't need any more. They just need an easy life. They need a bit of chill time. Precisely. Um, but yeah we switch over to the boys at school and uh, 
<laughs> Ryan is very adamant that Kid Chino is retired. Kid Chino has retired. Yeah. I like that. And he's not he's not gonna fight full check. He's not interested. He's not into it. And he does he's got this kind of like quite calm demeanour. It's the same as he had in the yeah. diner. He was just like pretty eh, mature. Not into it. Um, and then we've got Taylor comes running up to Seth and she's absolutely buzzing about the lock-in and banging on about capture the flag and it was all because of Seth. Yeah. What um, did you think of her cricket jumper? Because I, I thought that was a oh, bit of you. No? Yeah, I did. Is that I can't remember if it's this scene. She's got some weird outfits in this episode. Is this when she's wearing like capri pants almost? Yeah. That might be, yeah. She's wearing like capri that- pants, a heel like a, a quite a big heel mm. and a cricket jumper yeah. which i just see i am confusing. the fat mm, yeah i do like a wee bit of like preppy style but it's just a bit all over the place isn't it agreed um uh, but she wants seth to plan the christmas dance with her yeah and he automatically says look you're going to have to talk to summer yeah and then she's just really dismissive like oh forget it yeah. I thought it was um, really nice though that he was sticking up for Summer and he was like Summer was great at it last time she totally smashed yeah. it why don't you talk to her like it's yeah. not me who's good at this go and talk to the person who's good at this and I was like yes nope. uh, that's cute totally and then you've got sort of the reverse of what's happening with Summer and Marissa with Ryan telling Seth that he's in trouble yeah he's obviously getting the vibes that Taylor likes Seth and then Summer comes in absolutely raging and wants to know why yeah. um, she is hanging about talking to yeah. Taylor. Yeah. I also found it really funny when she was like, he's trying to be like, maybe she didn't know it was you. And it was really similar to like with the Dean when he was like, maybe you just saw what you wanted to see. Like, what, And then she was like, no, like she definitely knew it was me. And I'm a bit like, mm, Seth, you should probably just believe your girlfriend. Like, yeah. Don't be, don't be that guy. Um, and then we cut to the yacht club, and again, if I've just got written down like Julie's in because <laughs> she, Julie's in hard. Like she's yeah, really in. She is, and Carson looks so excited, and Julie just looks so awkies, mm. um, almost like she's been backed into a corner. And then again, you've got oh, we've got 130 RSVPs at five grand ahead. What rich it's people, like Jane? Mental. Yeah, so they're looking at. 600k 300k a piece Mm -hmm. and then you see julie talking to charlotte and she's like tell me again i have to do this like she's looking for the reassurance yeah and charlotte tells her well you've got no money you've got no husband you've got two daughters and julie's like well yeah i'm totally doing this yeah Um, which was just a bit sad really yeah it's with 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 crime with crime like that you can kind of see how people get down those roads when they're when they're desperate um, yeah. ugh, Taylor's talking to Ryan, ugh, and it's just like questioning him is- about <laughs> Seth and Summer being stable. How stable? Out of ten, how stable? Then she goes into these like really weird analogies about Brangelina and oh. B- Jen and Brad, and I'm just like so of the time though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. And then she says this really foreboding thing where she's like, things happen, don't they? And I'm just like <laughs> Taylor, you are just not a nice person like yeah not a nice and person. then when when ryan turns around and says they're a 10 she's like oh that sucks for angelina but then she's like i bet brad and jane used to be a 10 yeah. you're just like oh and in what world does she think she's as good as angelina no object no. no no i don't like i just don't like her Mm-mm. um i do like sandy's first day though he's cute yeah it is really cute um and he's going over all the changes he's going to make like a quarter of the business is going to be devoted to low-income properties and although he says that he's a president and the ceo he's a new guy and he needs he's going to need their help so it's pretty cute trying to get yeah um a nice like ethos going in the office i feel like they're um, really hammering home this quarter social housing they've said it a couple yeah. of times now like how invested sandy is in that social housing matt said something weird which made me be like because what was it he said he said they were talking about um quarter of social housing it's not just all houses for millionaires anymore and he said yeah but we still need their money and i was like "Mm." yeah Mm." yeah it's dodgy isn't it um and then he also encourages matt to go and meet everyone which matt seems a bit apprehensive to do and then says we're gonna have to sack nine people and Sandy's like, not today, we're not. But yeah, just very weird vibes on 
this one again can't really remember yeah. how it pans out but hmm. yes this scene is just i just have no energy for this fight full check don't fight full check thing but here we go we're over at newport union and marissa is talking to chili and then they're making like a little deal about like something they can't tell johnny and then johnny obviously turns up and he's like don't tell johnny what it's about volchek isn't it Ugh. Ugh. Um, and he's all like oh it's not ryan's fight mate it's not your fight either it's nobody's like, fight i could beat you up just shut your <laughs> life out like you're not gonna win this one just lay down move on yeah, although, again, with the Johnny, this is sort of reminiscent of, remember, was it last episode or the episode before when he was like to Ryan, oh, I understand well how it is when you see a guy talking to your girl and like, in this situation, Marissa's like, oh, I'm so sick of this. And then he says, I won't fight. Fighting a guy is one thing, but upsetting a lady, I'm a total coward. Ugh. Ugh. What an Johnny. actual wet wipe. Like, yeah. I have no energy for this guy. Yeah. Johnny sucks. Johnny does suck. I've actually written eye roll three times in that scene. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, But we're back to Harbour. Yes. And Seth and Ryan have come to the conclusion that Seth needs to tell Taylor he is not interested because that woman is on the warpath and it's not going to end well. They're walking towards the car and Johnny and his gang are having a little five guys on the hood of his car. Yeah. Although, can we backtrack to what Seth said about Taylor? Did you notice this? Oh, at school when they were kids. Yeah, no, uh-huh. I, did. I did. I haven't written it down though, so you can do. You can quote it. So obviously, Ryan's been sort of sorry. Seth has been sort of fighting her corner after the lock-in, after seeing her with her mum and stuff. And then um, Ryan had no some. Uh, Seth had said, "Do you have any idea what Summer will do if she finds out?" And Ryan's like, "Well, what if you weren't with Summer?" And he's like, "No, no, just no full stop." And Ryan said, "Thought she wasn't that bad." And then he says, in fourth grade, she campaigned against making the school handicap accessible because she claimed it was reverse Darwinism. (laughs) You're just like, what? Rich kids, Jane. Rich kids. That's just... Um, But yeah, then cut (laughs) Then I've just written, cut to Volchek and pals eating a burger. Having a lovely time, yeah. I find this really funny because Ryan says to Seth, Seth, go and get security. security. Now, this is like a super fancy rich kid's school. Presumably there are some famous people, important people's kids that go to this school. How the hell have security not been there already? What are they getting paid to do? Yeah, I reckon if even in the school I went to or the school that I like currently work in, if there were kids sitting on a car having burgers, kids that looked like Volchek and his pals, someone would be on that right away. Yeah. I mean, it might just be the Janny rather than... Yeah, security, or like but- Mr. Smith, because Mr. Smith's always got to be, be in his bonnet and he'd be like, who are you? Yeah. Get off my school. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, again, Ryan is like, I'm not going to fight you. Uh, and Volchek's like, you're itching for a throwdown. Uh, this is where he keys the car and honestly like oh, uh, teeth I can uh, yeah it's yeah uh, awful um, and then he writes awful. Uh, little bitch little, not even little <laughs> little lil, bitch, lil bitch. <laughs> like lil kim but lil bitch uh, <laughs> um, yeah and although I thought it was quite funny that because Volchik's like oh rich boy not gonna fight and I'm like Fulchik doesn't know about Kid Chino. You think he might have like done his homework? Yeah. Does he know that Ryan is from the wrong side of the tracks and is? Would he still be his Aggie? Yeah, because he still seem. I think he was surprised when he got punched in the face at the beach. Yeah. Don't think he thought he had it in him. But I feel like like the way they talk about Fulchik, and we'll touch on this later on, is like he is just a bit of a loose cannon and just wants to fight anyone and fight everyone yeah. when he doesn't get his way or when he's unhappy. And it's almost like. Ryan punching him gave him an easy excuse to be like, "Oh, yeah. you will fight me. You like you will give me what I want in that like not even yeah, like yeah. attention, but like yeah." Anyway, Ryan walks away. Very well done, Ryan. Yeah, well done, Ryan. Um, <laughs> and Volchek's like, "This ain't over." Okay, Whoa. sure. Um, yeah, and then we're back at the court. Yeah, Marissa's over to see Ryan, uh, and she's proud of him, which is cute. Yeah. That is cute. She calls me about Volchek. Well, yes, yeah, she called it because she didn't know about Volchek. Sort of, and then she says, oh, Seth managed to keep a secret for a whole 12 hours. But she is very proud. And he said he admits that he struggled 
that it was really brutal. Yeah. And this is where we find and out he's got this punching bag after talking to yeah. Sandy um, for therapy to help yeah. him. Which I think is an excellent idea. I've written down. Good for you, Ryan. Definitely. Yeah. He's not, he doesn't seem like the type that would be up for talking about much in therapy. So if he's going to take it out on a punch bag, then... Yeah, for sure. Fair play. I think in general, like, you need to figure out... Everyone, everyone in themselves need to figure out how to deal with their emotions. Whether yeah. that is, like, anger or sadness or happiness, whatever. Um, and if, if punching bag's his vibe, then you knock yourself out. <laughs> Maybe not yeah. literally. That was not the best choice of words. <laughs> Um, and then she invites him to the bait shop and as soon as I I was like oh yes the bait shop remember like, comes the back into shop. it yeah and I've also written down here defo hair extensions so yeah she must have her hair <laughs> must have looked particularly good there um, but then and then it ends that scene ends on Ryan punching punch bag and I was like is she punching it for is he punching it for Volchik or Johnny? Because I think she says, oh, I've invited Johnny along as well. Oh, I, like, oh. I didn't even think so about that. So where is that aggression? Yeah. And then I also like, there's a little like, Muhammad Ali print in the background as well. I was like, has that always been there? Or is That's new. Kirsten and Sandy taking it in oh, for... Oh, he punching. Let's <laughs> he likes punching. Let's get some art. <laughs> Make this aesthetic work. Yeah. Um, also, how gutted would you be if you had like a really nice pool house and this punk that you've adopted just like gets a punch bag in it? I would be like, no freaking yeah. way you put that in the garage. <laughs> like, no. Uh, anyway, the next three hours are Kirsten time. I am a firm fan of this energy when you're just like, yeah. everything else can wait. I'm going to do some stuff for me. Although it did make me again very nostalgic for my old life. <laughs> Gym, nails, Ugh, all the things we can't do. I, do you know, my nails I can cope with. I like getting my nails done, but like I can cope with them because the gel is off and I've just, I'm all natural now. Oh, what I can oh, have you. what I can handle is not getting my hair done. <laughs> like it's killing my soul. My grey hair is really coming in with a vengeance and I don't like oh. it. So I need to see put that. I don't mind my I keep my hair quite short so when it grow and it doesn't grow very quickly and touch wood, I have not been cursed with a grey hair yet <laughs> my own mother like my, my mother has like real what's taylor's mum's name veronica veronica has real veronica energy when it comes to talking about my grey hair because oh, she's no literally way. just like um well definitely doesn't come from me i didn't have a grey hair until i was at least in my 50s so i don't know who you got no that way. from so i'm that... like mum fuck off <laughs> <laughs> and she points it out all the time and i'm like I know it's my hair. Oh. I have to look at it all well, see, the time. I think it's karma because I used to pay so much to you. Remember, I had really grey hair. Like I used mm. to dye it really grey. It cost me like an absolute fortune, and now I can't even grow it. Like we should be getting <laughs> to the age where, I, yeah. Uh, I mean, the same. It's, uh, it's, it's fine. It is what it is. Um, I think your hair looks great. Thanks, babe. I need to cut my fringe. It's gone a bit Claudia Winkleman. <laughs> Anyway, Kirsten's living the life that we want to live. She's going to the gym. She's getting her nails done. Everything else can wait. What a joy. Um, and Sandy was up um, surfing as well, out on the yeah. Dawn Patrol to clear his head. I was like, he looks stressed, job, though, doesn't he? I think he looks a bit stressed. Um, yeah. But yeah, got a lot on his mind. But then we cut to Seth's room with all his cool band posters. And Taylor's there. What the fuck? Yeah, I've literally just written, oh my God, Taylor's in Seth's room. Like, yeah. why? Why? Like, why? Um, I think he's pretty much the same, to be fair, so. <laughs> what, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> um, can you imagine, like, I find that so weird, because when I was a teenager, I would never have had the balls to just turn up to a boy's house <laughs> no? and say to his mum, like, oh, is, is Seth Hiya. in? And just like, no, that would never happen. Like, no. It, like, surely the parent would shout and be like, oh, come down. You wouldn't just be allowed to go up to their room. Yeah, I don't think I've always I've always found this weird in TV shows when the pal just comes up to the room. It would be like weird. you would be you would go down, wouldn't you? Yeah, because you would hear the doorbell or your uh -huh. parent would shout or your you. Your parents or... would shout you down. They wouldn't be like, "Oh, just on you go." Anyway, anyway. Um, she comments that she likes his um, room, and then she's just like, "I like you," um, <laughs> and yeah, she says, "I don't usually go for the R crumb type." Um, which I had to look up. He's an American cartoonist. Um, oh, sure. Yeah. Um, and then she says, 
um, I heard you and Summer were breaking up, and he's like, "I literally what? was just like, what? <laughs> I had to check and see if I had like uh-huh. skipped something." And then she's just like, "Yeah, I made that up." <laughs> but how did it she make you feel? An actual psychopath. Like she is an actual psychopath. I cannot stand her. Um, but it turns out that she likes the weird Japanese films too. Uh, so obviously they're soulmates. Yeah. Ugh. Um, so um, again, I've written mates. this girl is a psychopath. Um, and then she steals Captain Oak. Yeah, it just like leaves and then puts Seth in that awkward position that he's sort of lying to Summer and you can totally see why he lies to her on the phone. Because if oh, we yeah. were like, think of her reaction. Why the fuck is she in his bedroom? How's yeah. Summer going to react, you know? So yeah, pretty awkward um, there. Shout out This American Life, one of my favourite podcasts. Oh yeah, the, I know. One of, one of the first podcasts I used to listen to uh, and it's uh, still a firm favourite. So How far ahead of this time was Seth Cohen though? <laughs> right? It's like 2007 and he's already on podcasts. Absolute hipster dickhead. Like. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we cut to Creepy Charlotte on the phone to Glenn and he has got them tickets to Puerto Rico. Oh, sounds lovely. Take me with yeah. you guys. Um, and he asks how Julie's holding up, which she then says she thinks she's getting half of the money and a condo. And you're just like, oh. So, yeah, not that we trusted Charlotte anyway, but I'd totally forgotten that she was also planning to cut Take Julie out her end. Yeah. And then cut to the Den of Sin, the yacht club. Mm-hmm. And they want Kirsten to sign a liability agreement. And you can just see there, oh, how, so awkward. Yeah, Julie looks so like dubious and just as if we should not be doing this. But creepy Charlotte's really encouraging, and Kirsten does it. What is it they say though? Like it's so a liability waiver, to my understanding, is like a liability for like if somebody hurts themselves, like mm-hmm. not necessarily a financial thing. But yeah, I didn't really. It definitely seemed like there was financial implications there, didn't it? Yeah. So if anything, so I think it would sort of if it was exposed and then people wanted their money back maybe the buck would would fall fall with Kirsten or maybe it'd be like paying the venue paying the yeah Yeah. although you would like to hope the venue and the caterers would do it for free for charity but yeah I don't want to nitpick like I'm sure they've got a binder with like all their like stuff in it but I I would assume and it's just so manipulative the way Charlotte says the way she convinces Julie is by saying that when I leave town when this all blows up Kirsten's going to be devastated, she's going to be hurt and she's going to need her best friend. So it's sort of this almost like circle of trauma, drama, that... (laughs) Drama. Yeah. um, Drama and drama. She's going to need to be there. By putting Kirsten into a situation, she's then going to in turn need Julie and it's just a bit... Yeah. Um, But let's head over to the Newport group. Matt's back again, being all business. I mean, like, we have to lose nine people. And this is where Sandy is like, do you know what? I'll take a 30% pay, tra- pay cut. I've looked at the finances. I've looked at the plan. Um, but if I take a 30% pay cut, then we can only, we, it's just four people we need to fire. And this is where Matt's like, it kind of doesn't leave us any space, like margin for error. Like if anything yeah. falls through, we're totally screwed. And Sandy very plainly is like, I would much rather that than have to sack nine people. Yeah. Good guy, Sandy. What a guy. Taking one for the team. What a guy. Although, is he financially in a position to take a 30% pay cut? Like, <laughs> I feel like Who he's not thought that through. Anyway. So we cut to the bait shop and we've got the subways. Do you remember the subways? I do. I only remember this song, though. Rock and Roll Queen. They had another one. The other one that, that they played. The other one. <laughs> oh, I can't even remember. Did they play that? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, oh, yeah. Yeah, that one. Um, although I feel... The last time I saw the subways, bizarrely enough, I don't, I've never like bought tickets to see the subways. I've just always played at like so many festivals and stuff. But I remember, do you remember ABC? Like towards the end, used to do this weird thing where sometimes there'd just be like bands playing. Yeah, like at midnight. This was, like and on stuff. a Friday. Yeah. yeah. So I remember seeing them there. Cute. Yeah, yeah. So the subways that weren't really on my radar. Like I knew that song, but I knew that song mainly because it was synced in another TV show. Um, Right. And like that's why I know the song because it was quite prominent in that. But like I was, yeah, it, they weren't my bag. Um, I found it really weird because they kind of went into that weird like scream core towards the end. But like they don't look like they should be scream core. I found it very confusing. Yeah, in my Stephen like, quite liked them. Although Stephen did give me an interesting fact on <gasps> him the other day. Yeah. Um, 
so the girl, the female singer, I think Charlotte, her name is not creepy Charlotte, <laughs> not to be confused Charlotte. With creepy Charlotte. Yeah. Um, apparently, she's like a an avid runner. Oh, really? And whenever she did gigs, she used to do the park run, like for whatever city she was oh, in. Oh, that's was quite cute. Cool. Yeah, as someone who's recently taken up running due to the fact that there's fuck all else to do, <laughs> become one of these people that now just like talk about running all the time. Welcome to the club, my so, friend. Yeah. You're in good company. You're fine. Um, anyway, Johnny has a pity invite to hang out with them all, um, but he kind of gets to the point where he's like, look, I really appreciate it. Like, thanks. Um, See if people are inviting me to gigs and black tie fundraisers as pity invites i'd take them i don't care yeah. pity or not see as soon as we are again out- we'd go anywhere right now but <laughs> see as soon as we're out of lockdown if you want to invite me anywhere i will go like yeah. anywhere I'm, I'm there um Likewise. but he's coming to help at the fundraiser to, which we assume is tomorrow yeah assume. i'm thinking this is friday and the sunraisers fun- fundraiser yeah sunday it's on sunday Maybe. not that you know or, time works here but yeah, yeah. who cares it doesn't matter <laughs> every day is um, the same but of course Taylor is at this gig. Of course she is. Who is she here with? Did she turn up on her own? Like what, Wearing pedals? What? It's, oh, <laughs> so weird. Um, and Summer kind of pulls her up and she's like, why are you always talking to my boyfriend? Um, and then some, Seth comes over and this is where she whips out Captain Oates and is like, thanks for letting me borrow him. And yeah, Taylor is just a complete psychopath and I can't stand her. I can't stand this storyline. I don't know why Seth doesn't just pull her up and be like, you're a psychopath, get out of my life. Yeah, it's a it's pretty mental. And she's like, oh, it means a lot that you trusted me. And he's just like, what the fuck? If you want to get someone to like you, you're not going to pull psychotic moves yeah. directly in front of his face you know you can't force someone to like you no. like i mean i'm pretty sure i made some moves prior to like the age of 22 which probably would fall into the taylor camp but like on the whole you can't force people yeah. to like you like it's a hard lesson to learn <laughs> uh, but summer goes nuts understandably mm. and ryan sees seth and summer storm away and then he also clocks um Volchik's pal yeah and again, trying to be sensible, he tries to leave. Um, but then we see that Volchik is with Mean Heather. Mean Heather. Not to be confused not, with Not to be confused with Nice Heather. Um, and then she uses the same shit gun joke. Like, oh, what could he do? Like, pull a gun on me or something to Marissa again? Just like, shut up. And then Volchik gets chucked out. Yeah. Yeah, um, but the important thing with this scene is Ryan kind of pushes him, like, doesn't he? Kind of, like, roughs him up because Volchek, like, grabs Marissa or barges past her. Like, he, like, interferes with Marissa. And yeah. all he has done there is given away soft spot. So Volchek now knows Marissa is his weak spot. Yep. Anyway, it's Sunday. Ryan's talking to Sandy in the kitchen. <laughs> and this is where he, like, I feel all of season two, I was just, uh, season one and season two, I was like, just go and talk to an adult. Like, just yeah. go talk to an adult and this would be sorted. All the adults and, are so sound as well. Right? And here we have Ryan talking to an adult and it brought me yeah. so much joy. Um, he's like, I don't really know what to do about this guy. Like, he clearly wants to fight me. And Sandy's like, you can't get any more into any more fights. You just can't. Yeah. That's not okay. And then he kind of made the link and he was like, oh, is that why my car now says little bitch on it? Um, and he's like, that in itself is enough for me to go to the cops. And Ryan is quite blunt. And he's just like, I don't think this guy's going to scare that yeah. easy. Like, I don't think that's going to be the one. Um, and... The line that Sandy says, which I just adore and I think is so important for everyone to know about other people, is like, whatever is making him angry, it isn't you. And that is such a difficult lesson to learn. It really is. Um, And though I'd very insightful, but come on to fuck. Like, if you brought your car home saying, like, little bitch on the side of it, would it just come up in a conversation like this? (laughs) You know? (laughs) My dad would be like, what the... You know, yeah, no, like, yeah. And why haven't they called the cops like before then to be like someone's written little, little bitch, bitch in my car, little bitch. Little. It's like, um, do you do you ever watch Parks and Rex? No, I don't. Oh, little Sebastian, it will mean nothing to you. Yeah, but okay. to anyone who watches <laughs> Parks and Rex, it's like little Sebastian, little bitch. Um. Oh. Anyway, the phone goes. Matt's on the phone. Something is going down. Who wants work Sunday? stuff going down on a Sunday? 
Yeah. No. Mm. Um, and then we've got Chelly and Marissa are going to confront um, Volchuk, which seems just a bad idea. But anyway. Mm-hmm. She's bribing him with a $4,000 watch, which is a ludicrous amount of money to spend on a watch. But yeah, that's she's got this here nor there. F- fancy Cartier watch. And she's trying to... Although, do you hear, like, Chelly says, oh, um, someone stole his waves, so he dropped a kitchen sink on them. I from, did like, over the pier. But I think this is important to remember this now compared to what happens in later scenes. But anyway, so Vanessa gives them the watch, says, do we have a deal? And he's like, yeah. And then Marissa's like, if you... Um, if I see you again, I'll tell the cops that you stole that. And she threatens yeah. them. And then it seems like, okay, this could potentially work. Yeah. It's interesting you bring up the sink thing. So they've said so many times, like, Volchek's crazy. Like, that guy's crazy. Like, yeah. that guy's a psychopath. That guy's crazy. And, like, I feel like they're really setting that up. And the simple fact that they said here um, about the sink thing, and then they mention it later, Johnny and Ryan mention it later. They say, like, this guy's crazy. I was like really going hard on this he doesn't seem that crazy yeah we can discuss um the later scene but yeah i feel like they were definitely um setting up is that my little rose tinted love love her eyes like just like he doesn't seem that crazy i could fix him guys like (laughs) i could totally fix him Uh, um, right we'll see if he's fixable later on but Like I can't yeah. wait to clip this like in a later episode and just be like, so this is what I said back in episode seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we then we've got Kirsten in full planning mode, and there's quite a nice like Julie and Kirsten moment when yeah. Kirsten's just like, "Oh, I'm so glad you're by my side," which is obviously really difficult for Julie to hear considering um, what she's doing. But yeah, I think Julie's definitely thinking, "Oh." This oh, is not the crap. right thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting her right in the feels, like hitting yeah. her with the guilt when mm. she didn't know. This next scene's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so we cut to Matt and Sandy, and Matt has gone behind Sandy's back on must be like day two or something. Yeah. Um, and Sandy's pretty raging. He says he doesn't let people do his dirty work for them, and it becomes apparent that Matt has sacked. Some people. He, he's brought them. He's a, so, oh, he's brought yeah, them in, hasn't he? He's yeah. brought them into the office on a Sunday to sack them, but his justification is it's so that they don't have to on Monday when yeah. everyone else is in, in the office clear their desks and like have to like watch them do that. Which I kind of get. I'm kind of like, yeah, that's yeah. I guess yeah. like oof. yeah, but it's just the fact that he's not told Sandy. Yeah but yeah you're right he said like i don't let people do the dirty work for me and he kind of like picks himself up to go into the office too it kind of felt like he was going in to like you know take them out like shoot them but no just <laughs> no just, just sack, them. Uh, sack them have you ever had to sack someone before no thankfully not no i've, I've had, had to, to sack like someone before oh uh, no i've only ever had to deliver feedback or sit in and sort of like Oh, yeah, you don't really, it takes a lot to get sacked in teaching. <laughs> and like I when I worked yeah. in retail, it was just sort of the temps you didn't keep on, you know? So yeah. No, I had to sack someone like two weeks before Christmas and I've never oh, felt fuck. so bad about anything in my life. So yeah, I feel Sandy's feels here. It's really uh, shit having to sack people. Anyway. Uh, so we've got Seth and Summer at the club and Seth is trying to explain himself and Summer yeah. slaps him. It's a bit much, right? Yeah. Uh, But Rage Blackout? Sure. Uh, Johnny and Ryan are setting up and chatting. Johnny's like... Mental vulture. Yeah. And Johnny's like, if anything goes down, I'm there. I would be like, what fucking use are you going to be? Like, no, I don't want you to be there. You're just going to get in the way. You're a liability. Like, you caused this shit. I'm now having to square go three or four really muscly guys. You're no use to me. Come back with some buff pals. Thanks. Mm, Not the one. Nah. So I thought Julie was at the yacht club or wherever they are. And it turns out she's not. She's gone home to get changed, but she's not changed. Charlotte's ready. Julie's not ready. Um, And this is where she has this real moment of like, I can't do this. The, the guilt's yep. the guilt's hit her real hard, but she's going to have to because creepy Charlotte's going to blackmail her because, <laughs> um, she says, "Oh, you can't do this, but could you do jail?" And she is pretty like menacing. She's like, yeah, "Get dressed, forceful, 
very forceful. Yeah, it felt like that way when you were maybe like younger and taking ages to get ready. You were going to a family event and your mum's just like, get dressed and come on. Yeah, <laughs> through gritted sort of, teeth. Yeah. It? We were just like, get dressed right <laughs> now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Do you think Taylor is pretty? Do I think oh, Taylor's pretty? Yeah, well, that's what they ask, isn't it? Do oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought you were. I thought you were asking um, me. I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, think she open is. Open question. Pretty. Yeah, sure. Yeah. She's very pretty. Um, I mean, she's might be pretty on the inside, but she's not pretty on the outside. She is an arsehole. No, she's that you've worst. got it back to front. <laughs> what? You were like, she's not pretty on the oh, yeah. inside, but she has on. No, she. I, I don't know what you said. I'd have to rewind that back. But yeah. She's pretty on the outside, but not so much on the inside. No. Yeah. Yeah. So they're discussing that and Summer's like, she's not as pretty as me. Um, and then me and Heather arrives and says, Volchek wants the cash, um, not yeah. the watch. And he's in the parking lot. So obviously Marissa goes out to the parking lot. Um and they have this conversation. He's like, no, I need the money now. You've got an ATM. Like, get in the car and we'll go and get some money. At what point? Like, why would you do that? That's so stupid. Because she fancies Volchuk him. wants uh, an excuse to hang about Marissa and Marissa wants an excuse to hang about Volchuk. That's right? the vibes I'm getting, yeah. Right? Like, I just don't understand why she would have got in that car. Like, at all. Yeah, she, likes <sighs> a, she likes a bad boy and this is like Ryan higher level. Right? Ugh. Anyway, um, Julie and Kirsten look great. They like, do. really great. And Kirsten's again going in hard with the feels. Therapy's done well. She's chatting away, just being like, I really appreciate you. Like, I couldn't have done this Thanks without you. Thanks for making me do Thanks. it. Yeah. yeah. And she um, brings up Caleb as well and how yeah. Caleb would be so proud and so happy to see them together. And yeah, yeah it's a tough watch. <laughs> Taylor's here with her mum. Um, her mum's even Veronica. worse than Taylor. And you know how she I can feel about Taylor. And Seth is kind of seeing them. And she's like, oh, we're yeah. your friends. You said your friends would be here. Why aren't they here? And then Seth, being the nice guy he is, comes up and is like, oh, sorry, I'm he late. Pretends. I'm here now. And she's got him a gift. Which yeah, her mum. Like, oh. Yeah, it's weird. But also, like, her mum, like, is this the young man you brought the gift for? She's like, give him it. And she just looks mortified. And then her mum's like, oh, she wrapped and rewrapped it, like, four times. Block capitals in my notes. Mum is a cow. She really is. She's the worst. Really um, and then she gives him the DVD that's only released in Japan. And she has, like, links. Her cousin um, has contacts. And... Yeah, she just looks, she ends up like storming out, mortified. Yeah. As you and would Seth be. goes after her to be like, are yeah. you okay? And she's like, oh, I don't need you feeling sorry um, for me. And she's very much like, everyone hates me. And he's like, not everyone hates you, she says. Even the Grinch had that stupid little dog. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's okay, it's sad. And she says that she sort of lives in this dream world where Seth likes her and Summer's our pal and Seth's like you think Summer's your friend um, and yeah Seth says that he likes her and he reassures her saying like he thinks you're funny and you're smart you've got great taste in music and then she's totally like lapping it up isn't she and mm. he puts his hand on her shoulder and she's like clutching it almost looking like yeah an absolute maniac um and okay as it's quite she's obviously just so desperate for a connection or f- yeah. friendship with someone um, so I and find that's really feel bad. interesting because he kind of shoots it down to be like I like you like the others will like you too you just need to chill out like they'll see that you're a nice person yada 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 very much setting up and like when her hands on his shoulder he's like I need to go and get Summer my girlfriend yeah. like but you should come and talk to like very much setting it up like you are my friend we handles it really friends. well, yeah. Then she turns around and she's like, it's happening. And I'm like, does she mean it's happening like Seth likes her it's happening or um, making friends it's happening? So I was very confused. Yeah, again, can't really remember where this goes, but I would hope it's the latter, you know, and that she is, um, yeah, she maybe sees Seth as her way in. And they obviously do have things in common. Yeah. You know, so it'll be interesting to see how that moves on. But yeah, then we cut to Johnny looking very sullen at the bar um, and Ryan joins them. Yep. And obviously Voltrette's kidnapped Marissa. He phones her, phones him from her phone to be like, I've got her at the pier. Yeah. <laughs> very nice that they've given her a jacket though. I thought that was good. Yeah. So 
they're under the pier and Johnny says, we should call the cops. You should then, call the cops. Yeah, like, but no. Ryan decides that he runs out. And then we've got Sandy entering the benefit looking really sad. Mm-hmm. Um, sad but suave. He looks oh, yeah, very he looks, good. Oh, bloody great. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Charlotte has raised over 300k in pledges and apparently Julie's doing even better. Um, and she says that she wouldn't be surprised if they earn over a million. Mm. And then we're like, well, wait, is Julie well? This is going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Then you get a wee tap, 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 hello, hello. Yep. My name's Julie Cooper Nickel. Um, and she switches the charity. She ch- switches it from a fake charity to a real charity and is like, please give all your pledges to this new charity. And basically, like, does the right thing. But I'm like, she does the right thing in the end. But, like, does that mean she still thinks she's getting, like, 300k? <laughs> Confused Who by, knows? like, how the breakdown of this uh, event yeah, works. Yeah, not but... sure how the money goes but she says um she's like charlotte will call the police and then charlotte's obviously not going to do so yeah she kind of calls then, her bluff doesn't she because charlotte yeah. obviously comes up afterwards like livid being like go and tell them you made a mistake i'm like mm, that would be weird but sure yeah um, and then she says like oh wake up julie these people aren't your friends they're never going to accept you you've got new pals yeah um and julie's like wrong i have kirsten um, and she's like, I won't do this to her. Yeah. And then she, <laughs> she says, I think it's time you left. You left this um, this town. It's only big enough for one manipulative bitch. <laughs> Take she, care, sweetie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I love or Julie. Julie. I love yeah. Julie. She's so good. She's she just is. great. Like, okay, yeah, stealing money, not great. But like, mm. the turnaround is great. She always comes good. That's the thing. She, she always comes she good. Does. Her conscience gets in the way, doesn't it? And yeah. So yeah. So yeah, I'm guessing that's the end of that. And then we cut to Seth and Summer. And mm-hmm. Summer is confronted. And uh, Summer's hair looks great. She looks great. She looks amazing, episode. doesn't she? She looks great. Um, but she's like, we're here with Taylor Townsend. And he's like, oh, she's having an emotional crisis. And Summer's like, she's going to have a physical one. <laughs> um, and then Seth is trying to explain. She's like, look, she thinks you're her pal or Ma's an absolute bitch. And she's really lonely. Yeah. And then Summer's just, yeah, she says, well, she's not making it easy to be nice because she's a bit mental. Because she's a psychopath. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, the conclusion is that Seth's not delighted her again. And I guess that she'll try and make an effort with Taylor. I guess. Yes. And then they patch the benefit to go home and watch the movie. It's quite cute. <laughs> sure. This is what this is the key scene. Key scene in the whole episode. Johnny, Ryan, driving, driving to the pier, and Johnny is like, This is a bad idea. And Ryan's like, No, I've got a plan. I'm gonna use my head for once. But if my plan doesn't, like, just go with me, roll with yeah. it. Um, but if it doesn't work, grab Marissa and run. And I was like, oh, that's, <laughs> what what you got planned there, boo? Yeah. <laughs> what, what are you up to? <laughs> uh... um, so, yeah, they're walking, well, not walking, running along the beach to Volchek and the gang. Um, Marissa's there and he picks up a glass bottle smashes half of the black the glass bottle um and goes just mental and starts like being like come on then like next level insane masculine violent vibes (laughs) i didn't think it was that bad did you not (laughs) no like this is i'm like this full check is meant to be fucking nuts and Ryan picks up a half-broken bottle and Volchek's like, no, 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 it's cool. And I'm like, mate, you threw a sink off like a pier. You've keyed someone's car. Like, I, I don't know. I guess it's just because we've seen Ryan like this so often. Um, and like yeah, so it was scary and it was threatening, but I think it's because we knew in advance that Ryan, because of how Ryan's been and because Ryan had this sort of calculated plan, I sort of saw where it was going. But Volchuk just shat it. And I was like, no, I don't think I that's was believable. Shook. I was so shook. Oh, really? I was like, what is this guy up to? Like, is he just going to stab him? Like, what is this? Oh, no. Well, maybe this is, again, It's this is could be completely weird. A uh, first time watcher and a uh, <laughs> few time watcher. Like, maybe this is where the, the aim yeah. is. But yeah, I just thought, 
what? And then the weapons are dropped and everyone just leaves. And it's like, I thought Fulchit was meant to be mental. Like, yeah, but he's got like those, that like buttery, beautiful skin and those I tight, suppose. tight abs. He's not going to want to get that shredded up. Like, he's got yeah. his face to think about. He does, he does. Um, I find this really interesting because Ali and I were walking along the street a couple of weeks ago and there was this guy who was just um, being a bit ins- bit wild being a bit wild hmm. like talking quite loudly like just being a bit being a bit crazy you would say you're the type of guy you would cross the street because you're like mm, don't you spell, mm, what's going on there and he turned around and he was like here mate what uh what time is it or whatever and hmm. ali like puffed up and was like oh mate it's like half one the football starts in half and i was like where the what f- <laughs> where the fuck's this guy what the, f- what, the f- what just happened who are you and Ali was like well if I've learned anything in my time when there's people who are acting like that if you go harder and you commit to being crazier than them they won't bother with you and I was just like being a guy is weird because I never would do that in a thousand years but I'm really finding it very amusing that Ryan's gone for the same tactic yeah there you go weird right that is yeah (laughs) <laughs> now if I'm just thinking of every, every encounter that I've had because I feel I don't know about you because you are out walking so much in like lockdown and stuff and you do a sort of encounter um, couple of crazies yeah couple, couple of crazies. crazies although you say that about Ali Steve and I were out walking earlier in the week and um, we're walking through there's like a tunnel at Hindland train station and like these two guys came towards us and they had like bottles of mad dog and we're just a bit like looked a bit wired and then the guys, one of them was like to me, excuse me, have you seen three boys? And I was like, but it wasn't like three, it was like three. And I was like, three. Uh, I was yeah. just like, no pal. And then we kept walking. And then Stephen was like, what is that, like a show on Netflix? And I was like, what? <laughs> it was just the way they, it was so out of like the way that they said it was so weird. Like they could have been asking like, here, have you, you saw seen Bridgerton? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> so yeah. So Ali just like, squares back up to them yeah, and, and just berates like, them and slags them <laughs> i was like i also just don't think that's the most effective way but sure if that's worked so far babe you knock yourself out anyway um but that that is what ryan does he goes a wall crazy yeah. with a bottle and volchek shits it and runs away um, it works and he says like that gets crazy this situation could have gone horrifically horrifically wrong <sighs> yeah like oh. i don't even I don't even want to talk about it. I but thought like Volchek could have pulled a, like a gun or a knife or. I mean, it's American you know, after all. Yeah. Insane. Mm. Anyway, but, so anyway. all's well that ends well. <laughs> we see Sandy and Kirsten talking, and Sandy is really sad because yes. obviously he's had to sack all these people, and Kirsten's very much like, "Don't shut me out. Like, I'm glad that you care. I'm glad that you're sad. Like, yeah." look at Caleb he was never sad doing stuff like that and that didn't work out great for him she says I'm not fragile you don't have to protect me and I was like that's quite nice yeah although he says when he says um you're your father's daughter and she says no I'm your wife (laughs) oh cute mega cute (laughs) so we cut to final scene of the episode Marissa and Ryan in this new location, which we've not seen before. Yeah, right. Is this the the other side of like the Cohen's pool or something? I guess so. But it's, it's like, like an outside living. It's room. Very cute and romantic, isn't it? Yeah, the way they've got it all like, set up. Um, it's got like a, like a full fireplace. Well, uh-huh. a real fireplace. Yeah, like it's lovely. Very nice. It's really nice. Um, and Marissa says that was intense. Talk about fucking understatement. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Um, but this is cute this is nice and it she is. kind of explains to him she's like you're a completely different person now like he's like oh was the, the old Ryan that bad she's like no but he was just quite dark and he scared me sometimes and I was like fair valid point um, and she just talks about how proud she is of him yeah I'm looking at my notes here and I'm like what have I written it's like you've changed less dark love the dress and I'm like Ryan definitely didn't say love the dress so like yeah <laughs> can you imagine if you're just like babe yeah. I love that love dress, the dress. Great. Um, it was like a kind of nude silk number but it was backless with the gold kind of diamante strap I guess yeah and just it really suits her figure and yeah, yeah. she looks very pretty if I um, was six foot seven and like a size six 
that's what yeah. I would wear all the time with no boobs. <laughs> yeah, it looks lovely. Um, but yeah, so then I've gone from that to Ryan then punches fuck out the punch bag. Yeah, Marissa goes yeah. home. She's she's way up the road. She's gone to get summer. Yeah. Um, and yeah, straight to the punch bag. And he's clearly very, very, very angry. Like yeah. he goes to town on that punch bag. It's to the extent his hands are bleeding. Yeah. It really took me back to what Sandy said earlier when he was like... Um, the anger. Yeah, what's that he says? He's like, it's like it's when not, somebody's remember, it's angry... Not... When somebody's angry, it's not about you, it's about them. And I'm very yeah. much just like... And like Ryan says something to that extent to Volchek, doesn't he? He says, um, you want to bash my face in just because your life sucks. And I'm yeah. like, his life doesn't suck though. Like, he's got quite a nice life now. Yeah, I think he's just really struggling between who he was and who he wants to be. Yeah, and you that know? struggle is real. That's a valid yeah, struggle. Yeah, definitely. Oh, oh well, wow. that was a, a roller coaster of an episode. Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah, hope, I'm hoping that's the creepy Charlotte stuff tied up. Well, there'll be the fallout of the fundraiser, won't there? I imagine we'll have some in the next episode yeah. because, like, she's going to disappear and then Kirsten's going to be like, where's she gone? Is mm-hmm. she going to take the money? Like, I imagine yeah. there'll be some kind of fallout about yeah. it. But I hope Julie's okay. That's that's my key yeah. priority. <laughs> yeah, I know what she's going to do now because I'm guessing she's not got that condo. Who knows? Mm. Um... What else? Like, I really just hope Taylor takes this act of niceness and, like, becomes a nice person because I can't handle this behaviour anymore. The tide's got to turn at some point. It really does. So I'm hoping this is it. I wonder what Ryan will have to say when she, like, turns up and starts hanging out with (laughs) I actually really like the Ryan and Taylor interactions we've had so far. Where he just takes the piss out of her. Yeah, cool. But she totally doesn't realise, yeah. Um, I'm just trying to find our listener of the week. Um, Who, what else? What else is happening? Ryan and Marissa seem pretty good right now, but obviously that's not going to last because it never does. Yeah, Um, I wonder if Johnny's just going to continue kicking about, being a wet blanket, or whether he's going to declare his love for Marissa, or... I had, n- I honestly see when he went to the punching bag after she was talking about Johnny. That is like stuck with me now. Like, yeah, clearly he's not as cool about that as he says he is. Yeah, because it was just they mentioned, well, but she'd also said, "Oh, I'm going to invite Johnny," and he was like, "Oh, yeah, cool, good idea." Boom. Yeah, like, who's that punch for? So I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, I guess with school stuff, like this is their senior year, right? So mm-hmm. I yeah, because I mean we've had they... the college fair and stuff, so yeah. I think we'll need to start thinking about we had on season three for as well. Colleges and stuff. <laughs> I'm not yeah. quite sure how it works in America, but one would assume applying for colleges and all that yeah. stuff. Um, Matt, Matt from the Newport oh, group, yeah. what he's yeah, up this to. Is not, he seems not looking dodged. good. Yeah. Um, okay, Lis- listener of the week, I guess. Okay. Um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> listener of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I love how much you love it. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Um, our listener of the week this week is Kenya Gimme More on Instagram. Um, I think they're based in New York. They've oh, got cool. NYC in their bio, which is Very super, jealous. super cool. Um, but she got in touch a couple of weeks ago to say, I can't tell you how happy I am to see an Instagram account following the OC because my sister and I just started watching the show in early November. We have so many opinions about the characters and the storylines. Amazing podcast. Oh, like, oh, thanks. thanks and then we were chat- I was like, what episode are you on? And she said, um, the fashion in the show is so good. Um, and by the people you least expect, in my opinion, Kirsty and Julie are now my style icons. <laughs> valid, valid point. The green- We didn't talk about this, but the green dress that Julie was wearing in this. Actually, oh, yeah. Julie and Kirsten in this episode. At they the- both look great. They look amazing. Um, they're currently on season 3 episode 24 but I think that's of the watching because obviously we're not there yet Right. Um, cool. but she's like I, d- I don't know where the show's going and I'm like babe I'm like 20 episodes behind you and I don't know where the show's <laughs> going so like it's a vibe um, but yeah she also said which is the most important thing here my favourite season is season 2 because I'm a huge fan of Ryan and Lindsay as a couple Oh, I forgot about her Oh my god, no, I thought Ryan and Lindsay would have been great together. Apart from the oboe. The oboe was bullshit, but like, I thought they would have been a great couple. Mm, she was just 
see, hated it at the time. Going back and rewatching, I was like, oh yeah, she's actually, but no, she was just a bit passag for me. I was like, oh, <laughs> peace, yeah. Well, if you would like to be in a chance for being a listener of the week, um, you can follow us at Never Seen the OC on Twitter and Instagram. Um, leave us a little review on Apple Podcasts, subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. All that jazz, all that lovely stuff. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I looked at you and you just looked at me like, and I was like, <laughs> am I meant to say something here? <laughs> <laughs> on that note, I'm going to get out of this Ryan Grey hoodie and go for a shower. Oh, nice, nice. I am going to go and drink some wine. Nice, sounds delightful. Thanks for listening, guys. See you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.